All right. Here's a reminder to all our listeners and viewers this upcoming Saturday, uh, 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. October 23rd at Big Creek. If you're in central Iowa, stop by, swing by, come help us volunteer, pick up. We're here to help the Iowa DNR out. Huge shout out to Kelowna Brewing Company donating some beer for us to taste and a big shout out to Whisker Seeker Tackle. They're super sponsoring this event, everything from food to giveaways. They're going to be doing a raffle and everything. So make sure you guys swing by there, get a chance to take a selfie with Fishing Kit and meet myself and everything. So it'll be fun. We'll actually even uh, get some lines wet. So enjoy this episode and hope to see you guys this Saturday. So, um, but yeah, like I said, just, uh, man, that is a big boy. Is that a 32? Is that a crowler? I, I, yes, but okay. there's a story behind it. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll we can get in that in a second. I'll get, I'll get yeah. it. So you ready? Heck yeah. All right. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beer Fish Fanatics. This is Granny with Mop Pop Fishing. We got Kit with the Fishing Kid YouTube channel and on TikTok. Don't forget. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot my pop fishy. I got the, the YouTube channel. Yeah, see, I don't know. I, you know, I introduced where I'm so focused on the, the podcast, but yep. Go check them out on, on YouTube and TikTok and everything on that. Uh, today we have a special guest cause uh, I'm pretty excited. It's getting colder falls coming falls here and winter is coming. That's, that's it. Winter is coming. And I think, you know, we're slowly thinking to the ice season, ice fishing, and everything. And in my opinion, what better way to, to really segue into that, uh, than have a gentleman by the name of Mr. Thane Jensen. He's from clam outdoors and thank you for joining us, man. How you doing? Hey, thanks so much for having me guys. I'm, I'm pretty excited about, uh, this cooler weather as well. Um, ice fishing is coming. And uh, us, uh, us folks up here at Clam Outdoors, we're pretty excited for it, and uh, we can't wait. Agreed, agreed. Thank you for joining us, sir. And today, quick quick shout out to Kelowna Brewing Company, our sponsor. And of course, I'm doing the the such a much because you can't see the green; it's green, and uh, I, have a, I have a green, green screen. screen. Uh, but it's it's an Indian Pale Ale. I'm a hop head, and I am going to be drinking some hops today. So, what do you got, Kit? um so uh that bear i picked up from you that uh Kelowna dropped off i forgot to put in the fridge but i do i do have i do have one Kelowna that's in the fridge and it's one i've been holding back on because it's kind of a doozy it is the ubu imperial stout and uh the reason why it's a doozy is because it's 10.2 percent oh yeah oh <laughs> like that i think i, I think like you'll that. like these colors thane they yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. There you go. I, do. I like them. What you I, got, I didn't plan that. I didn't plan that. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Thane? All right. So this has got a little bit of a backstory. So Clam Outdoors, we teamed up with the folks at Excelsior Brewery last year, and we brewed uh, we brewed up a batch. Uh, we called it. Uh, we had a little fun contest online, and uh, it the, the the name for our beer was uh, Boom. Clamber. <laughs> Clamber. Oh, Amber so Ale. It's an Amber huh? Ale. Nice. It's super incredibly amazing. And I was there. I, I think I poured the first first bag of whatever you pour in the big beer making machine. But uh <laughs> nonetheless, I'm about to crack this big joker open. This thing I may I may pass out before this thing's done. This thing is ain't gonna fit in my glass. Wow. <laughs> cheers, cheers. Oh man, look at that. There we cheers. go, boys. 
Cheers. someday I'll learn how to pour beer. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's going to give you a lot of head on that one. Yeah, you wanna you want it to uh, air out a little bit anyway, so it's yeah. not so so it's not so fizzy when you drink it. There you go. There you go. Cheers, cheers. We're gonna have the. Uh, where's that brewery at, by the way? It's in Excelsior, Minnesota, right? Uh, not too far away from Lake Minnetonka. Okay. Um, that's that's perfect for this podcast. I had no idea Clam collab collaborated with them to brew a beer. Yeah, Clamber. Clamber. <laughs> Ooh, I have that. Uh, are they? Do they have that at the uh, the brewery at all by chance? They will, and it's going to be seasonal. Okay. But yes, it, it sold out very quick last season. Okay. Um, after we did it, we didn't. It was kind of a test batch. I think they did what five kegs or something like that, okay. and uh, didn't last long. So yeah. Can you find? Can you do they distribute their beer in like stores uh, up they there? They do. They do distribute a little bit. I don't know how far their reach is. Um, super fun people, man. They're they're they are a ton of fun. They were one of the breweries last year when it went to, uh, hey, you could have people outdoors, outdoor dining, outdoor gatherings. Mm-hmm. They uh, they kind of jumped on the bandwagon early and bought up a bunch of our hub shelters. Ooh, our nice. thermal hub shelters and put them out on their patio that and is awesome people just patioed it up man <laughs> that's pretty cool and we, we sold them all over after that i think i seen like i didn't think about it at the time but uh i think i remember seeing pictures on facebook mm-hmm. now that i think about it last yeah last year that's <laughs> that's yeah. pretty cool businesses doing that that's that's pretty pretty ingenious ideas that's it's pretty cool uh are, are are they are you guys gonna be near because um we're thinking of doing the, the hard water expo up there next month uh is that somewhat near that brewery or anything or on the way or anything Do you know it, if you're in the cities you're 45 minutes from pretty much everything depending upon okay. traffic gotcha so yeah in blaine absolutely um you'll be you'll be probably within 30 minutes Okay, we might have a ton of breweries, but absolutely a stop to Excelsior wouldn't be a horrible idea. And, you know, there might be some rattling around clam outdoors if you if you know a couple guys. Yeah, clam. Okay, I'm going to have to do that. (laughs) I'll I'll hit you out, Dane, before before we head up there next next month. Well, we're planning on it. We'll see how things work out in regards to our schedule, but I'll I'll definitely definitely hit you up and let you know on that. Uh, For sure. you don't mind, tell us a little bit. Okay, so you're the, the, the product support manager with Clam Outdoors. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your position there? What do you do with Clam and everything sure. about that? For sure. Um, so as the customer service manager, obviously, we have several, several brands under the Clam Outdoors umbrella. Um, and, and, and I am the team in customer service. We handle it all, um, whether it's Clam ice fishing equipment. Uh, we've got our screen scent, uh, screen shelter product line, quick set that for summertime, uh, we've got polar trailers, which is yard carts, farm and home trailers. Um, geez, what else? There's more, there's, there's all terrain tackle, uh, blackfish gear. So, you know, we're kind of, we kind of got our hands in a little bit of everything, um, to become a well-rounded company instead of just a one, one season. So that's kind of my deal. Like I said, we, my, I and the team, we handle all the incoming consumer-related calls. Uh, there's another team that handles all the retail support, so they'll deal with our large and small retailers and distributors. Um, and like I said, I and my team, we, we rock it out and do our darndest to take care of customers uh, with whatever it is they need, whether they're having problems with a the product, 
uh, or they're looking for product that seems to be the hot one this year. Um, where can I find this? Where can I find that? Um, stuff like that. Cool. Hmm. Could you, could you uh, give us a little tidbit on what's hot this year? <laughs> I can give you a tidbit on all kinds of what's hot this year. Okay. Um, okay. Some things you're not going to want to be without you you're writing this down. I can take notes. Hold on. Let me pull up my notes on here. We re- yeah. FYI, we record this. No, oh, there you go. There you go. Perfect. No, um, I think the uh, the ribbon leech flutter spoon is going to be fire this year. Okay. Um, we the leech flutter spoon has been incredible, and we've been fishing this thing kind of behind the scenes for a couple of years now. And it was one. There was a lot of folks in the office that didn't know they want. We wanted to let it out of the bag. It it's just got a really cool fall rate. Um, and it, and the fish are just nuts for it. So super excited about that. Um, another one that I'm really happy that we came to, came to, uh, to light with is the, the super tiny eight ounce, uh, Tika minnow. Okay. Um, the Tika minnow is, and, and, you know, for those of you that like to open water fish for walleyes and, and, and fish like that, man, right now is Tika season. That's, Um, that's like the little snap jig, isn't it? Yeah, like a yeah. glide bait type deal. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, compares to like a jigging wrap or a, a, yep. a, oh, shiver minnow type, type of bait. Hmm. Hammering the fish on that right now in open water. And I think that really tiny profile uh, Tika minnow is going to be a big one during the, during the ice season. That's on the tackle side of things. Obviously, uh, you guys are probably aware the Tika minnow <laughs> last year, or not the Tika minnow, the, the silky took off and went crazy last year. Um, we've got plenty of silkies this year. They're, they are, we heard you loud and clear last year, bring more, <laughs> bring more silkies. So um, we'll be good on, we're good to go on that one. You know, then, then just some good uh, mixes with uh, just mixing it up a little bit with some of the tried and trues, the drop kick, uh, we added some like swirl drop kicks. So it's just a little bit different paint scheme mm-hmm. um, on the Mackie plastic side of things. Um, I, you know, when you just think that they couldn't make those things any better, um, they, we worked kind of did a collab with uh, the, the ladies over at the women anglers of Minnesota and, uh, and they kind of created their own and, and we're, we're going to market with that this year called the whammy. So the whammy is a pretty sick bait that it's caught a ton of fish already. And, uh, those gals are super excited to get it out there. So as are we, I mean, like I said, I fished it as well and it'll flat catch them. Nice. Um, we were talking, uh, I think it was a yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday thing. I just wondered. So I know, cause you know what, my job is I actually work for supply chain for a lot of hospitals in the Midwest. So we're having huge, obviously supply chain issues in regards to, you know, product and just, you know, supply pretty, pretty much. How's that? I know me and you kind of spoke a little bit about that. I mean, can you tell us a little bit, how's that affecting clam? How's it affecting ice fishing, the industry as a whole? I mean, before it comes up here and within the next month or two, we I just want to see how we can get our listeners prepared to what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd love to talk about it because I think it's important to have a, to have an, a, a true and honest answer. I mean, we could sit here and we could spin yarns and, and try and put whatever kind of, you know, sales pitch, if you will, on it. But the fact of the matter is the supply chain is, an, is, is a mess right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like 
we're in a decent spot. We're not in a great spot, but I feel like we're in a decent spot where we're not going to, at least on the retail level, I don't feel like we're going to be letting many of our retailers or our consumers down in that regard. Um, does that mean you're going to be able to go in and get anything and everything everywhere and anywhere? No, unfortunately. Um, and the weird part of it is, is we've probably bought more than we ever have from our, from our factories. Mm-hmm. Um, the demand is what is just absolutely through the moon. And, and I don't know that anybody saw the demand coming the way it has. Um, and you, you couple that with, the the supply chain issues that we're experiencing um you know and the pricing with the supply chain stuff you know some of the shipping container pricing that we're seeing you know no one could have predicted that so i know us at clam outdoors are doing our best to to make it not be just a a, a massive price increase across the board Um, we're trying to do our part as i'm sure everyone else is um, but at some point, I think we all got to be realistic with each other and that, you know, this stuff is costing just exponential, exponentially more than it ever has. And we're ordering more than we ever have. And, and, and you know, I realize there will be frustration. There will be. Um, I'm frustrated with the situation daily, as I'm sure you are. Mm-hmm. But um, if we all stay patient, and we all work together and understand that no one's doing it to anybody on purpose, we're going to get through it. Um, the fish are still going to bite. They're going to bite the baits you have in your tackle box right now. I want you to go get new ones, but if you can't get the ones you want, yeah, they're going to bite what you, what you have. So hang in there. Um, and we're going to get through this just fine. Cool. So what's, what's, um, would you say you're kind of like, in your dream job, like you're a fisherman and then you're working in the fishing industry. Like we've talked to a few other guys in the industry and they all love what they do. I mean, I can imagine you feel the same way as those other guys do. Oh, for sure. Um, we don't have a long enough show here to tell you all the different jobs and different things that I've done in my, in my lifetime. Um, my goodness, but it ranges everywhere from working at a golf course to doing security at, at Sears in Waterloo to working at Shields in Waterloo to uh, goodness, working at Fleet Farm in Minnesota to a volunteer police officer in Cedar Falls. (laughs) I mean, to tell you, I was worked at a cabinet factory. I was a cabinet sales guy. And at the, at the ripe young age of 40 years old, I finally uh, landed a job at Clam Outdoors kind of on a, on a wing and a prayer, to be honest, um, they had ne- they they had no idea. I had just closed my business. I was a kitchen and bath cabinet sales rep, and I had just shut that business down after ten years during the housing uh, the housing crunch. And I just needed something to do. I said, I don't care, whatever. And they're like, Yeah, okay, whatever. Well, later, <laughs> like two weeks later, I got a phone call or an email and said, Hey, we've got a, a little project. Probably take about three months. Um, if you want to come in and help with that, we'd be happy to have you. And, um, I just didn't turn back gentlemen. I, once I got in the door, I said, well, I'm not leaving. (laughs) So yeah. And it's been a blessing. It really has. It's a great group of folks that that I get to work with each day. Um, even on the bad days, you know, when I'm talking with a customer, that's not having a good day, Mm -hmm. something's not working right. Um, we always have that one thing in common, one thing, and that's fishing. Mm. But now we have two. 
We have beer. Beer and <laughs> yeah. that's, yeah. what, that's why we call it BFF, beer fish fanatic. That's there you we, go. I like you, it. You can't like can't it. go wrong with BFF. We're BFF. You know, you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's just it's I've been blessed. It's I mean, th- this position, this role has taken me to so many cool places and got to meet so many cool people like yourselves. I mean, shoot, three weeks ago I was in Kansas City with the folks at Traeger um, at the the American Royal, which is the World Series of Barbecue. I wow. mean, you know, yeah, the Forest Wood Cup with Blackfish. I was down there wow. um, a couple of years ago, you know. So um, truly blessed, truly blessed and truly honored. And uh, mm. it took me to 40 years old, boys, but here I am and, <laughs> and I'm going to ride this one out. Hey, I, yeah. I, I respect that. I hear you. I mean, I, I, it would be a dream, obviously, to fish for a living or be in the industry. I mean, I, I think in a way, I think that's kind of why we started this podcast in a way is that we got at least a step in there to meet people like yourself. Yeah, yeah, to meet people like yourself, um, just others in the fishing industry. It's really cool. Like, I, you know, I think we, we tell a lot of people that we meet and, and, and talk to. I even tell my wife, I go, no, we don't get we're not making a living doing a podcast, but right what we get to do is, is something that we get to experience and meet people that we in no way we would have ever have met, um, in the industry and mm-hmm. just like, you know, the amounts of knowledge in the fishing industry. And then it's something that we completely love. And then to be able to do this just for fun in a way, and just kind of, and, and, and build upon it, I think is pretty, pretty cool. And, and like you said, that's pretty badass that, you know, you got like, like fishing kit said, you get to do something that you completely love. For sure. in the industry. Yeah. Well, and you know, the cool part is you guys are going to experience this. If you do come to the show or any of the, any of the shows, um, those that you have talked to or had on your show as guests are going to be like, Hey there, Hey, how's it going? You know, you're, you're now your buddies and, mm-hmm. and you walk around a show and, and shoot, you know, the street cred, man, it builds like that. <laughs> Not that I'm worthy of, of any, of any credibility, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely and and you know it's just yeah that's why we're gonna go up there i, I hope we get an opportunity next month uh we're pretty excited if we can you know i think we're, we're working to see if we can get the, the media pass or whatnot but to get up there i was talking to my wife i go maybe it's really cool because i want to take my kids up there they they've never been to minneapolis and take them up there and then you know fishing kid myself we can go up there we're gonna possibly record an episode up there and then just check out the new why stuff like you why yeah. wouldn't you exactly and then like you said, go check out some new stuff, maybe spend a little money here and there and buy some new stuff. I don't know. You know how that goes. <laughs> yep, absolutely. I do. You know, I'll just kind of pick it back earlier. We were talking about the spot here. I, I, the demand, like you were saying, because it's a huge demand. Have you seen a huge growth in regards to ice fishing the past couple of years? Uh, and I mean, I have, at least in central Iowa, I've seen a tremendous growth and interest in it. And then on top of that, I'm wondering, did COVID affect it or or I mean, can you tell me a little bit about how, how has the demand been and do you see tons and more people or whatnot? You know, I would say all of those things are true. I have seen the impact. I've seen it. I've seen, you know, anglers growing. I've seen outdoors men and women growing, but beyond that, I've seen, I've seen this, this incredible push of female anglers. Mm. um, coming into the ice fishing industry. Um, the ice, you know, I've seen a tremendous, um, growth on the, the youth, you know, up here in Minnesota, we've got a ton of high school fishing teams now. Um, 
had the opportunity with Blackfish to go to the Bass Fishing World Finals down in on, in Alabama on Lake Pickwick. I, it was 390 some teams, wow. you know, fishing for three days, you know, and they were from all over. I mean, I would stay up in the evenings out while these young, young men and women were uh, rigging rods in their boats in the heat out in the hotel parking lots. And I was just intrigued and just blown away by the one team. Um, mom, mom was their boat captain and they were running a deep V Alumacraft with a kicker motor on it. And they were from Utah and they were, they were pissed at mom because she wouldn't go over 35 miles an hour in the boat, <laughs> but they were there, right? Yes. They were there. And, and you know what? I told them that I said, well, at least your mom's willing to do that. My mom would have said, sorry, bud. Pretty much. Yeah. That op- yeah. The opportunity, like uh, we didn't have, High school fishing teams back when I was in high school. So back in the stone ages, when I was in high school, we did actually have a conservation class. Um, For some reason it went away. I don't, I don't know exactly when that happened, but uh, I know shortly after I was graduated, doesn't happen anymore. You know what? I'm, I'm trying to think about when I was in high school. I think you might be right. I think I had that back when I was in high school too. Um, I was, I mean, I'm aging myself too. I'm in my early forties. I'm trying to think back. I think there was something like concert. Yeah, you're right. What happened? And then it's just, it's just gone. I don't know. I think they, and then a lot of school things, you know, trade, trade programs kind of went away too. a little. But it's been, you know, the, the, the COVID thing to getting, you know, being locked in your house or whatever and, and hanging out with the people that, you know, I mean, guys, if there's anything good that's come out of it, it's taught us that we can actually talk to each other. Um, we can interact with our families. Mm. Um, we could do things together as a family. And, and, you know, I saw a lot of that on the water, open water. Um, and then ice fishing, obviously, um, man, we've added, I, I don't quote me on this, but I want to say, I heard we added 10 million anglers last year. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Sounds- but think about it. I mean, when you get on a lake, I don't know if you guys open water fish much, yeah. but if, like you get out here on Lake Minnetonka, mm-hmm. th- it's clear. There is a lot of new boaters out there. And, and I, and, and then you, <laughs> and that just comes and brings up so much other stuff, right. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, where the fishing's different, you know, where are all the fish? Well, they're probably terrified because it's three times the amount of people out here. Hmm. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it, ju- it just, it's good and it's bad, but probably the biggest thing that I've noticed and one of the things that, that I, I, I've kind of brought it up every chance I I've had a little bit of an opportunity is, is we got to get back to talking about and, and uh, selective harvest. We were big on that for so long and everybody kind of was like, yep, I get it. We got it. That's what we do. Selective harvest. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got all these new anglers now that aren't getting the same, education along those lines they see us doing it but they don't know any better so then people get upset with them and they they torch them on social media no 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 but it's not about that we need to be better than that but in the same breath we we need to we need to get back to that message the education of it and we'll get there yeah and no i'm glad you brought that up because yeah we we've had the iowa dnr here like multiple times they they always join us on our podcast quarterly pretty much so and i think that worked for them too 
Yeah. And, you know, and, and fishing kid and myself, we were, you know, uh, we, we make it a conscious effort to, to, you know, like you're just saying it's the educational aspect of why, you know, selective harvest is good and what, you know, why we do, cause you know, he, he helped me in regards to understanding selective harvest and why you let, you know, letting specific fish go to breed. Mm-hmm. You want the bigger ones to get bigger and, and, and just things like that, but no, no, it's, it's definitely, it's an educational thing. And I agree with you. 1000%, you know, in regards to that social media, when people rip others, because like you just said, maybe they don't know any better. They're super yeah. excited to show that they caught like a billion fish, you know, yeah. within, within legal limits yeah. too, but yeah. it's just that, you know, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometimes people don't know, like they just get caught up in the moment. Like, yeah. I'm catching all this fish. Yeah. And then they just start keeping them and then they go home. Like, Oh man, now I gotta, what am I going to do with all this fish? Yeah. Yeah. And and like I said, I, I I don't, I don't blame folks for getting excited and doing that by any means. It's I, but I think though, as a, we did such a good job for so long and then it just kind of became standard practice. Well, if we truly put 10 million people on the water and on the ice that fast, we didn't get to them. They haven't heard the message. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's so many new people out there. Yeah. Yep. So they need to listen to this podcast so they can get educated, Kit. <laughs> right? Yeah. We're not saying that they can't keep fish. That's I think that's oh, a, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's a message I think that some people get like kind of misconstrued when we talk about selective harvest. We're not saying you can't keep any fish. It's just, you know, right. be mindful of what you harvest. Yeah. 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 Can you really eat six? Or could you <laughs> maybe do all right with three, four? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, and it, it's not even the six. It's like sometimes, can you really eat twenty? <laughs> I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. That that's right. the thing. Like six, I can, you know, if you have a big family, yeah. But yeah, technically, well, when, when you get like twenty to thirty, I'm like, can you really eat that many? Because yeah. all I see is freezer burn about to happen. <laughs> that's what I see. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then and, and you know that that was probably one of the bigger things for me here in Minnesota is, is you know their their possession limits are different. So you're yeah. literally. It, it's it's two days you know you get you get two <laughs> oh, wow. you know so what you catch today you better eat mm. or you're not going tomorrow if you got a limit <laughs> mm. yeah. so, so it's good it's good uh, like i said that we'll get there we'll get there there's plenty of the, the good news is, is there's plenty of avenues now um the learning curve can be sped up considerably given the you know social media outlets and podcasts and youtube and all that good stuff yeah so, so. fyi everybody uh, i'm drinking the son of a peach i had to tell you guys this. I, was, I was looking at this because uh it's by colonial brewing company but it's a cinnamon peach wheat ale son of a peach i like it wow. right <laughs> i like it i like it so uh, is that out of Kelowna, iowa you got it yeah right and uh, they're, they're our sponsor and yeah they, they they delivered us some some amazing beer so i'm trying yeah, i've never had Very this one cool. So yeah, this is going to be pretty cool. Wheat ale, so I'm going to try that out. I guys. like it. I like it. Are so you... You're 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 originally from I- Iowa, aren't you, Thane? Uh, now don't 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 you go saying that because it's not true. I'm originally from Southern Minnesota. Oh. At a very young age, I was moved to Iowa. Okay. I'm pretty sure okay. it was against my will. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, um, nonetheless, I broke out at about the age of 38, 39 years old, and uh, here I am. 
So you're more of an Iowan than you are Minnesota. Why does everybody say that? I don't (laughs) think that's fair. Hawkeyes are having a great year, man. Come on. Now, now, hold on. Hold on. I am a Hawkeye. Even though I went to you and I, I'm a Hawkeye. And it is, for all you out there, it is a Hawkeye state. (laughs) Oh, boy. We, sure. we have tons of don't worry about it um we have tons of cyclone listeners oh yeah my neighbor my neighbor <laughs> yeah cyclone thing i went to iowa state and i was still rooting for the hawkeyes at iowa state so all my friends pretty much hate me but see you're a smart fella is what it is you know like <laughs> yep. you just said it is a hawkeye say oh man we're gonna get some hate at least get kind of like cyclones maybe i don't know yeah I, wait uh, I think I'm more of a Hawkeye, but uh, I don't know. They're both <laughs> Iowa teams. If they're, if they're both winning, I'm happy. Agreed. I, that, that's one thing. I, I do root for every Iowa team, except when they play uh, the Hawkeyes, obviously. There I'm you right. go. But, but other than go. that, I, and, I root for it. And I, in full disclosure, I'm a big hockey guy. Huge Ooh. hockey guy. Okay. So I'm a big Gopher hockey fan. And, and I'll root for the Gophers if they're not playing Iowa. But, yeah. There you go. For the most part, I'm a Hawkeye. Nice, nice. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Cheers. Cheers oh, to that. Freaking what? Uh, the big game this weekend. It is big a big game. game. Well, yeah, before, yeah, I don't know when, I, we'll, we'll never release this episode, but hopefully if, you know, I'm, I'm not too sad next week. We'll, we'll see after this weekend. Uh, Who they got? Penn State. Uh, Penn State. Oh. Number three, number four. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're recording this episode right before the big game. So, it's going to be that, interesting. Uh, is it at Kinnick? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be, I mean, I wish it's easy if, if, uh, if I wasn't actually, um, cause I have a, a family reunion in Las Vegas and if I didn't go there, I, I most likely was going to go to the game, but I'll be in Vegas. I'll just have I to have some money on a day. Eh, a little, eh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to have all my kids. I'm going to have all my kids with, yeah, I will. <laughs> shit. My yeah. Wife, yeah my wife don't listen to this shit all right yeah i'm gonna have some money on the hawks all right <laughs> thank you for joining us at uh beer fish fanatics and this episode is actually brought to you by whisker seeker tackle so make sure you guys go to whiskerseeker.com for all your catfishing gear enjoy the episode guys all right all right, all right. let's let's get back to fishing so uh, heck yeah so um what what type of fishing do you typically typically do they so i do i prefer to walleye fish i'm kind of a walleye guy um i run a i run a 18 foot nine inch lund pro v walleye boat uh the glass version um and i like big water malax leech lake of the woods stuff like that um uh living where i live working where i work um I've had uh, some fortunate opportunities to be asked to help out with corporate guide trips. Um, those typically pl- take place on Metro lakes like Lake Minnetonka. Mm. And they're, you know, usually your three, four hour trips. You've got folks that uh, aren't super, super avid anglers. They're just, you know, their company is taking them out on an event and boom, now we're bass fishing. So I'm kind of a, bass fishermen, walleye fishermen, and I don't know what's going on, but for some reason, Thursday, I'm, I'm going to be a musky guide. Oh, <laughs> I told the guy, I said, I I'm telling you right now, I, I've got two, <laughs> one on purpose and one on accident. <laughs> I, you know, I give it a go. 
it's yeah. a corporate trip. So uh, they're like, hey, I'm going to give you three spots. You go there. You have your clients throw this, 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 and this. And away we go. So uh, it should be fun. That'd be interesting. So do you prefer... Walleyes and bass. Yeah, walleyes and bass. So do you prefer ice fishing or open water fishing? You know, um, I love ice fishing, man. I yeah. really do. Here's, here's, here's the crazy part about working in the ice fishing industry. Um, don't get mad at me. Cause I don't want to, I want, don't want anybody's dreams to just go flying out the window, but <laughs> we don't get to fish a whole lot. Oh. <laughs> so oh, don't get me wrong. We fish, but like, I probably like last year was a different year because we didn't have shows and whatnot due to COVID. But, uh, this year shows are back on, uh, on a typical year. I don't, I'll sneak out early. Uh, like Thanksgiving, like the Saturday after Thanksgiving and run up to upper red Lake and get my walleye fixed quick. Hmm. And then I'm pretty much shut down till January. Oh, you know, um, just because we're busy. Right. I mean, people don't understand the type of, I mean, clam outdoors has been around for a long, long time. And probably some of, some of our customers, most prized possessions are, you know, that fish trap sitting in their garage and, you know, I, I talk, I t we talk a lot. We, we get excited about the new stuff, but when a customer calls, they always want to tell you, Oh, I've had this thing since for 20 years and it's still in great shape. You know what I mean? So yeah. we can't forget about that. Um, but yeah, so we'll get 300 calls a day. Wow. Oh, that's or great. more. I mean, yeah. we'll get, you know, we'll come in on a Monday morning from the weekend. I try to keep, I try to keep the team out of the office on the weekends because we need to have that opportunity to get out and go fishing. But uh, in the same breath, we also got to get the work done, but yeah, uh, we'll come into, you know, 250 emails and then the phone rings all day. So I don't want you to feel sorry for me. It's a labor of love. We kick butt. We, we, we dig and we stay late and we, we get in early, but uh, um, we're pretty proud of the fact that we're able to get people turned around for the most part within 48 hours. Yeah. No, I have to agree with you. Um, I have, I have a clam nana too, two man flip over. Yep. I, I take my kids on and, and, you know, I purchased and um, I love it, you know, but the only thing is, you know, I, I just wish it was a little bit lighter. I don't know if you guys go, I mean, well, I, they don't, they don't get lighter than that one on a, on a two person. Ex exactly. Dude. I'm just, but I had the kids. So I had the, the heater, the propane mm -hmm. tank. I got mm -hmm. all the crap that comes with it. So when I'm taking the kids, I'm like, golly. It's you just need another sled and a harness for the kids. Yeah. That's well, I got <laughs> it. Old if you got one old enough to pull the other ones, there you go. I, I wish they, I got an eight year old and a six year old that can fish right now. Uh, and the girls just, they just want to play on the ice when we get out there until we fish, they just want me to do everything. So it's fine, but it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get there. You'll get there. I've got, uh, I've got a 22 year old and a 20 year old right now and uh, they'll come home for college and, and they'll want to go fishing. I tell you, you want to, you want to, uh, you want to feel pride, have your 22 year old, 21 year old daughter, who's a college hockey player call you up and say, dad, team's on, uh, team's on what the quarantine again. So, um, I'm going to come home. Can you put together a bunch of tackle and rods and send me home with a Vexlar Man. so we can, we're just going to start ice fishing. So no joke. That's what they, that's how they spent many, many weeks of quarantine 
out out in uh, western Minnesota. That's, oh, high that's so cool. That's Dude, pretty dang cool. That yeah. um, you, you just explained my goal. That that is honestly that's my goal because I have four daughters. I have an eight, six, four, and a, an eighteen month old. And you're right. I can't wait till the day that they want to just like you just said. If they ever do that, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's go. I'm so excited. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, they didn't have anything else to do. You know what I mean? That was the thing is, is they could they they had their small group of teammates and you know on both the men's hockey team and the women's hockey team and they were all on lockdown and they're like, well, what the heck with it. Yeah. Let's go fishing. Cool. And you, uh, they got some pretty good fish. Dude, that's cool. Can, can you talk a little bit more about that? Because you mentioned about like females, because um, I'm interested, obviously, with having all daughters. But you were saying females are getting more into whether it's ice fishing or, you know, fishing. Yeah, you know, we're we're seeing it. We're seeing just a tremendous growth within that segment. Um, and it's it's super awesome. Um, but it's also super challenging because it's a whole different mindset you know what i mean typically this industry is a lot of a lot of men and and you ever try and you know figure out what your wife or your kids are thinking (laughs) (laughs) kid doesn't Uh, have that problem kid doesn't have that problem yet he's still Uh single still single and available you just have to be a really good listener is what it boils down to do what you're told no i you know what i i just was at uh the women anglers of minnesota uh organization just had their their members meeting and get together fundraiser on saturday my wife and i went over there and i gave a little spiel and chatted with the ladies and you know what their passion is incredible and and i love it and it's just it's electric and and i it it's really cool that group um you know i I'm not even going to try and suggest how many or how long they've been around, but I would bet they're pushing 700 to maybe even a thousand members. Wow. Um, Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're awesome. There's another really active group out there. uh, um, Wisconsin women fish. Um, One of our pro staff, uh, one of our ice team pros, Barb Carey kind of heads that one up. Um, And then, these two groups will get together and kind of, you know, Minnesota versus Wisconsin, do that deal over on the river and have a little fishing contest, but they also work very well together and collaborate on a lot of different uh, events. So um, it's awesome. It really, really is. Now it presents some challenges, you know, when, when you've been doing things one way, you have to kind of scramble the brains a little bit and say, okay, no, we maybe need to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm super proud that as a company, Clam Outdoors, we brought in a, a, a large group of gals um, last fall about this time. And we sat down with them and said, what do you want? Tell us, you know, we're going to, we're going to listen. Um, tell us what you want. Tell us what you need. Um, tell us what you would like, not making promises. And it probably, we're not going to go from here all the way to there, but we're going to start working towards it. And, and we've got some new products this year with, uh, we got the women's rise suit that we're super duper excited about. Um, I, I got to show it off. Uh, I didn't model it by any means, but I, got to show it off. I saw you were going there. Um, uh, and, uh, very, very well received. Um, like I said, there's, there's a lot, lot of, lot of excitement around that one within that, within that group of gals. So excited to see where that one goes. But it's, it, it, you know, and I think it's, I think it's just going to keep growing, you know, um, 
the cool part is, is I think the, the, <laughs> the men of our sport have embraced it as well. They're, they're like, Hey, come on along, whatever, you know, this is, this is good for the sport. This is good for everything. And, and, you know, that takes me to just kind of the motto and the mission of, of ice team anyway, and clam outdoors is I really don't care what you're fishing with. Just get out there and fish. Hmm. Doesn't have to be our product because eventually somewhere along the line, you know, you're going to be needing something that we offer. Hmm. So just go fishing. Yeah. That's all we care about. Yeah. I feel like if anyone, like anybody that's ice fish, they, I think, you know, clams been around for so long and they got like their reach is pretty, pretty big. I feel like if anyone that's ice fish, they've come across or used like some kind of clam yep. product. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's always, that's also our motto is, is, you know, we're, we try to, we may not have the highest of end product here or there, whether it's a rod, you know, you, you got your full custom $300 ice fishing rods, right? Um, it's just a small part of the market. We're going to cover the angler from the casual angler that goes maybe twice a year, all the way to someone that's going every weekend. Mm-hmm. We've got something to fit their price point, their, their, their needs, and, and get you out there and, and, and get you back safe, have you comfortable while you're out there and put a product in your hand that's going to help you be successful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not everybody can buy all the high end stuff. <laughs> and you don't have to. Yeah, and you don't have to. Exactly. Like the yeah. best gear doesn't, doesn't mean you're going to catch the most or biggest fish. I've got a good buddy, him and his son. He bought his son. His son's like 13. They live near a lake. He bought him a, a $400 boat and it's got a little six horse on it and they'll go out after work no electronics no nothing and they go out and they just whack the fish Mm, i would be lost without some level of electronics heck if i leave my vexlar at home and i go ice fishing i'm turning around oh yeah (laughs) no reason there ain't no reason for me to cut a hole yeah i know how you feel like oh man do i even want to fish i mean i think i'll try it but I definitely wouldn't stick around as long as no. I would. It, yeah. If I like left my flasher, uh, yeah, I wouldn't stick around as long. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. It, it's, it was a game changer for me when I, um, first, when my brother-in-laws got me into ice fishing in Denver and when they, mm-hmm. like you're saying, when they started showing Denver, me, Iowa, no, Denver, Colorado, they're from Denver, oh, Colorado. not the mile wide city, the mile high city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to live in Denver, Iowa, so Dude, I can, that's like, so I know. Yeah. <laughs> Small, <laughs> but no, no hey, you're right. It, it was like, it was like a video game. It was so exciting just to see your lures, the fish and how everything was moving and, and it was, um, and how the read it and everything. Um, it, it hooked me instantly once I saw that, but then you guys are right. When sometimes when we're fishing and we're in a big group or my buddy, or like he's saying my flasher stopped working or out of battery for whatever reason, it's just like, I go. yeah, it's just like, man, I'll stay another 20 minutes and I gotta go. <laughs> does, does that make us less of fishermen? See, yeah, that's no. a good question. I don't know. No, I would say it just makes you efficient. Ah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fish, fish smarter, not harder. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Oh man, that's too funny. Um, is so does clam are you guys doing uh anything more in regards to like open water anything too besides just ice are you guys going to focus anything on i'm just curious if you guys are yeah, in the future no, no okay. for sure um a couple years ago we uh 
we came out with the the clam pro tackle on the tackle side of our our business uh we came out with the full tungsten round ball jig Mm -hmm. so it's just your your typical round ball long shank hook um minnow jig perfect for walleye fishing crappie fishing heck i'll even fish a ned rig with it in the summertime or jig worm Mm -hmm. um it's tungsten which is amazing um which also means it's a little pricey Mm. but uh you know you don't want to be fishing it in the river in the rocks but uh if you're in a place where where you know you're not too terribly worried about getting hung up and and breaking off give it a look Uh, it's okay it's incredible from the standpoint that we all know how tungsten is 30 percent heavier than lead in the same size if that or in a in a smaller size so you can fish a smaller diameter, which is perfect for those river river systems where you've got current because you're not the profile is smaller, and it doesn't affect the the bait that much. Mm. Um, that was kind of our first jump into it on the on the open water side. Um, since then, we really haven't done a whole lot. The Tika minnow kind of crosses over and does a little bit on both sides of the spectrum, which is cool. Okay. Um, and then we started. Uh, we did a we did an open water net. Um, uh, the, the clam Fortis net is, uh, pretty cool net. Um, you're starting to see them all over up here. I mean, we sold out of them. I, we, everyone thought it was a, a mistake. We were out of them as fast as we were this spring. It's like, seriously, they're gone already. <laughs> um, but yeah, the clam Fortis net is, um, it's pretty cool. It's, it, it has a unique yoke system. So, when you put you you don't have to like push on a specific button or pin to get it to extend um it has almost like i call it a crash bar like when you're opening a door that you push the you know you push the door and the whole thing kind of the bar goes in and the door opens anyway Mm -hmm. same type of scenario you squeeze that together you've now pushed down all three of the pins and you can you can adjust the net so very nice set of nets and like i said they're they're flying off the shelves got a brand new one out there for this season 110 inch length so the folks that like to troll crankbaits um long lining and whatnot um good for that cool. that's that's really on the clam side obviously blackfish gear is pretty much all about you know the summertime um and sun protection rain wear um, you know, we've got some, some really exciting stuff with storm skin just coming out, which is a, a waterproof, uh, lineup of soft shell garments. Um, so that kind of takes us also into that open water deal. So we're kind of hitting it from a couple of different angles. Is, is there any like trends that you, that caught you off guard? Like whether that's with a certain bait or lure or any, like anything that clam does, like, is there anything that jumps out at, jump like surprised you like whoa we didn't expect that to catch on like it did <laughs> the silky yeah <laughs> you guys familiar with that i, I am not honestly I, I heard about it but i've never but it's like a it. mustache worm thing right yeah yeah exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. so so it it's a it's a it's the craziest coolest little piece of tackle you'll ever you'll ever own um and last year they were they were like gold um mm-hmm. And believe it or not, there was talk at one point of like, eh, are we really going to sell these things? <laughs> People going to buy them, you know, um, Gens just kept saying, he's like, these things are incredible. They're incredible. They're incredible. So we did. And my goodness, holy moly, was it nuts. Um, 
it, it's a little rubber ball and it, it has 100% natural silk strands run through it. And what's cool about it is as the longer the, the trailer is in the water, the silk will absorb the water. It doesn't float. Okay. So it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it, it becomes one with the water, if you will. So when it flows, it flows naturally, like almost like hair, I guess would be a good way to put it. Hmm. Um, it's not, it's not, it's neutrally buoyant. It, it's, and, and it also will retain some scent. So you take some maggots, you put it on there, you squish them up good and gooey and gross. Boom. <laughs> you know, now you're, now you're, uh, you know, you, you may, catch three more fish after you've lost your bait just because there's residual scent within that now they look like hell when when they're just hanging out on your rod when you get to the lake you're like that's nasty (laughs) but you drop it in the water and they they come right back after they take on a little water yeah see like like like, to be honest like i'm i'm a bait guy like more more than i am i don't use a lot of plastics or artificials when i'm um ice fishing even when i'm like using a spoon or like a uh, snap jig or whatever i'm always mm-hmm. putting i'm always putting some meat on there so do you fish can you fish those with uh without any bait you could um more often than not you're gonna fish them with some kind of meat mm-hmm. so it, it's more gonna be like an a, an additional you know additional attractant and then like i said you know in the case of like perch you know you throw three maggots on there and now all of a sudden you got no, you know, you've just missed two fish. Well, you probably don't have any maggots left. Right. But if the right. school is still down there, don't hesitate. Keep it down there. Keep it in them. Cause mm-hmm. there's still enough scent still hanging in that, in that silky that, uh, that oftentimes you'll get them to go. Okay. All right. Genzel fish it also. He's fish. I was fishing with him in the boat this year and he was catching bluegills on the Mississippi river in july without without bait on on a on a drop kick jig with a silky okay. hmm. uh, all right all right so you keep saying gens i know who dave gens is yeah i uh, think grandy over here knows who dave gens is so for our audience who don't know who dave gens is who who is who is dave gens sorry i i, I apologize i assumed that everyone knew that so I apologize for that in my in my most Minnesotan of all voices. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Dave Gens, uh, commonly known as the godfather of ice fishing. Um, in all honesty, we celebrated uh, last season. We celebrated the 40th anniversary of the fish trap. Um, Dave has a storied history of, um, you know, building that first fish trap where you could go out and, and you know, flip it over your head and, and hide from the elements. Um, they were white um, with red letters. Um, we basically threw it back on three models last year to the white with the red letters. Um, took a complete tongue lashing on social media because how could we do that? You're putting it on snow. People are going to die. Um, and, and, you know, from... From my perspective, I'm like, okay, maybe we made a mistake. May I, what do we think? And but you know what? I asked Gens the Dave, I asked Dave the question, and he said, Have you ever seen these things lit up at night? Put a lantern on it, turn a light on inside it. It glows like a spaceship. 
if someone's going to run into that at night, they got bigger issues, you know, and that's down the road, but nonetheless, Dave, uh, he, he, you know, the trap attacks, um, the trap attacks were some of the first ice fishing tournaments that, that he helped put together with large name sponsors like Vexlar and strike master. And they traveled the ice belt and those tournaments guys got to like $10,000 prize purses and they were traveling all over, you know, um, but not only were they, were they bringing this following of very good ice anglers with them across the ice belt, teaching people how to ice fish and introducing them to all this new and cool technology, um, they were just encouraging people to get out and fish. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like they delivered the package of ice fishing, you know? Mm. It's like, and, and Dave's does it to this day. I mean, every year he takes a big trip. And, you know, last year, he, he fished his way out to Cascade. Um, his goal is to catch a bluegill in every state that has yeah. ice through the ice. That's pretty cool. So he checked a few off last season. Um, but, yeah, no, he, he's, he's done so much for this sport, the innovations that he's come up with. Um, you know, if you were to take our old scout fish trap and put it next to one of the – well, we have number five that he ever made in his garage in our, in our shop. And if you set the two of them side by side, which we've done many times, there's other than the technology that gets wrapped into the materials that they're made with, they're the same. Wow. That's so, pretty cool. and, and he's the coolest guy you'll ever meet. He, I was on a trip with him uh, up on Lake of the Woods. We were lake trout fishing and I'm like, where'd Dave go? And he's, you can barely see him. He's like a mile down the lake. And he's just talking with the group of about eight anglers. I'm just talking, just bullshitting. Yeah. He's, he's just that guy. He's the Pied Piper of ice fishermen. You know, <laughs> he, he buys so much tackle each and every year. And he, when he sees people on the ice, he's like, Hey, you catching fish? Nope. Here, try this right out of his tackle box. Wow. That's he's, awesome. he's, he is truly, truly a good man. And if you, if you show up at the show, look me up, I'll, 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 personally introduce you to him even though i wouldn't need to you could walk right up to him and yeah no bubbles no troubles but uh if you want me to make the introduction i'll happily do it oh, Sounds, that's cool that is pretty good Dane. yeah well we'll definitely let you know if we get that yeah. if we get the green light to go up there for sure next month so i'll definitely let you know um if you don't mind can you explain what the uh the ice belt i i, I know what it is but we have some listeners yeah. who uh down in florida and california uh hawaii that probably don't ice fish but what is the ice belt i know it's it's i know what it is but what is it can yeah. you explain that yeah. a little so bit? the ice belt is considered any you know i, mean, I guess it, it's kind of in, in interpretive to each and every one you know yeah. uh we consider it to be any any place in the upper midwest in canada um where you can fish through the ice um yeah. now keep in mind there are a lot of states and a lot of locales that heck even southern iowa sometimes um y'all y'all have a very short ice season yeah. um if if at all you know um you got to get you got to get uh, brave sometimes down there to get on the ice and sometimes it's not safe to do it at all mm-hmm. you know think of the folks in in missouri you know it, you don't have to get too far into missouri and and they may not get an ice season illinois indiana um you know a lot of those states um and then 
you know, a lot of folks think upper Midwest a lot. Well, you know, if, when you think about it, uh, we've got a nice team pro Craig Euler up in, in Rapid City in the Black Hills, uh, typically for our crew. And he's on the ice. He'll probably be on the ice fishing. You ready for this? In a week and a half, two weeks. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. F- but wow. he, he's, he's up in the mountain, you know, he goes up in the black Hills. He, yeah. you know, he goes and gets some elevation on them and <laughs> it's yeah. And he'll be catching trout here in a couple, probably two, you know, probably week and a half, two weeks. I talked to him on the phone today. I should have asked him when he thought he was going to make it out, but uh, mm. um, I didn't. Man. Wow. But that's the ice belt. Yeah. Hopefully I answered it well enough. Yeah, no, you did. Cause I, I'm pretty sure. Cause, uh, like I said, we have listeners that listen all over the world and in, in the South and stuff too. So yeah, mm-hmm. we keep telling them, we, we tell our guests too. And we tell all our listeners who are down South, come up, come up mm-hmm. during the ice season. Don't be afraid. Yes. It, it might be cold. Just bundle up. You'll be all right. Just go with somebody who knows what they're doing and you got to try ice fishing. It's just, you got to try it. I think it's a very social sport. It is. Which is awesome. Yeah. yeah I, I feel like, um, when when i'm ice ice fishing well i i do it in open water but more so during ice fishing if i see somebody fishing you know 25 yards over there i'll go up talk to them hey how's it going you know you guys catching anything you know we'll just shoot the shit for a little while yep yeah you learn a lot yeah yes and yes and you meet a lot of cool people doing that it yeah no 100 percent agree um, back to being cold though. I heard you say you, you might get cold. You bundle up there, Dave, this is a Genzism. He, he told his daughters growing up that, uh, there's no such thing as cold weather, just cold clothes. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Except when it gets to like minus 40 yeah, low no, wind chill, I, that gets a yeah. little crazy. <laughs> that, that's, I, that was a ploy to get his daughters out fishing, I believe, but, uh, they're diehards too. You know, they're and- awesome. A fishing kid can 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 honestly agree. My kids, they prefer ice fishing versus anything else. My eight-year-old and six-year-old, they prefer, they want to go ice fishing than any other type of fishing. They they just love it. They love being inside the clam flip over. Mm-hmm. And they just love being it on top of ice and the water. And then they love the electronics. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. They the, to them, it's like camping during the yep. winter. Yep. Well, and so you'll have to take them camping. Yeah. Oh, they love camping. In the but, winter. In the oh, winter. Oh, like not, out on uh, the ice. Uh, no, 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 I don't know about that. I don't know. I that, that's going to be tough. On That's not my call. That's going to be the boss's call. If she's well, gonna right. That. But you go, what you do see is in, in order to keep the boss happy, because I've been married a minute, so <laughs> I know how to do this. All right. We, what you got to do is you got to get a really nice wheelhouse. Right. And then you just come on up here. Heck, Kevin Paul's got him on Clear Lake. Hmm. Look Kevin Paul up, rent a wheelhouse for for heck one night. Drive up to Clear Lake, spend the night out on the ice. It's like a camper on the ice. It is. That's not a bad idea. You know what? Holy oh. shit. Shit, Dane. Okay, thank you so much. That I, that's yeah. it. All right. Camp it on the ice. Boom. Kevin, uh, Kevin Paul, I'm gonna hit you up. That's it. There you I, go. No, you're right. I'm going to do that. I, I think, no, that's a great idea because I, you're, you're, you're definitely, you sold me on that. I think my kids if they love, love it. it. What, what better weekend? I mean, man alive that I, I, you know, um, yeah, 
I wish I had weekends to pull that together. It just never <laughs> seems like it's I go here for a day and then I'll go here for a day. And, uh, but it's fun. It's good. And then, you know, there's, we got to mix a hockey game or seven in there. Mm. <laughs> I like down in Iowa. Well, we're central Iowa. So there yep. isn't, I haven't experienced the wheelhouse or the hard shack or come that, on up. Yeah. That is something I do want to experience for All sure. Right. All right, kid, let's do this. Well, we'll make it happen. And then uh, I'll, I can take the kids. I think, I think boss lady will allow me to take them up North, obviously. And we make it a weekend or whatever trip. It'd be, Pretty fun. I think it'd be fun for sure. Heck yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming you have a wheelhouse that you drag out on some lake. I don't. What? I, don't. I, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Someday I will. Someday yeah. I will. There you but go. I don't. Yeah, no. I get out. I, when I get out, I, I, I don't typically I, I don't typically fish out of a house, honestly. Yeah. I'm moving and grooving, man. I'm, I pretty much wear my ice armor and, and that's my fish trap. I mean... I have, you know, certainly have one. Um, I have a, I have a one person shack um, just from the standpoint that what I have found, and I don't know if you've picked on it here. I like to bullshit a lot. I talk a lot. <laughs> so join, join the club. <laughs> what I found was if it's me and a buddy sitting in a fish trap side by side and there's no fish, we're just going to sit there and BS all day. Well, yeah. if I'm sitting in a fish trap by myself and I'm not catching any fish, I'm like, I got to move. Mm, I got to find some fish. So then I'm just moving and grooving. So me and the crew I kind of run with, we, we just all got our one mans. And that way it's like, hey, I got them over here. Hey, I got them over there. But most of the time, it, it's just a, a place to sit <laughs> Very true. and carry my gear. Agreed. Because I'm, I'm just running and gunning and moving and grooving and drilling holes and running around yeah, we, we, we run and gun a lot here. I know Kit does it mostly. I, I, I can't when I have the kids. It's going to be obviously a little bit more difficult. But I think um, to get get a, a, a house on the ice, I'm going to sell that to the kids and the boss. I think that's oh, going to be, yeah. Yeah, that's gonna so be your awesome. Kids, your kids have their own, uh, their own flasher units? Um, no, I mean, I have a spare um that they use and then we just kind of i just drilled two holes next to it and then they just kind of share just, it i was gonna say that is that is one way to you know you pull up on a spot you rip a bunch of holes here you go kids here's a rod here's a bait puck full of maggots here's here's a flasher unit and just they'll tell you where the fish are man they're your scouts <laughs> Good you call. gotta start working smart. I I, I gotta you know I, I gotta slowly convince them to touch the maggots first of all. When they, 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 you know that's one a worm is one thing. They're like they can kind well, of okay, touch the worm. We, then, hey, we got that solved too. We just get them get them hooked on that Mackie plastic. <laughs> hey, good call. I like that. I like that. Well, we'll work on that. No wonder you're in sales. I love it, man. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I'm not in sales. Uh, yeah, customer service, sales. <laughs> no, I do it. I I do it all. All the same. All the same. Yeah. Um, this is awesome, man. Um, hey, Kit, you got anything else for Dane? I mean, uh, I, hey, holy crap, an hour went by quick. I didn't even realize that, that was an but, hour. Yeah, this is kind of crazy. Yeah, that was an hour. It wasn't, but it's all good though. I mean, it's it's very good information, and then on top of that, you're a fun person to to actually talk to and informative. So it was kind of awesome. But um, no, nah, it's Kit. You got anything else for for Thane? Just to 
Um, actually, before Kit asks the last one, I, I want to ask you, uh, does Clam have what what shows is Clam have coming up this year so people can know uh, where you guys going to be? Do you know off the top of your head or at least just at least the main show? Yeah, no. So we do have an events page on our website. Um, the first one that I know is going to be happening is the the name has changed a couple different times. I think it's called the Northwest Ice Northwest Metro Ice Show. Um, it's in Ramsey, Minnesota. Um, this is kind of morphed into something larger. It used to be held at, uh, at Thorn brothers in Blaine. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was called the portable modification event kind of turned into a show. They had speakers come in, do seminars, whatnot, vendors would come in so forth. And then people would bring their, their trick, tricked out fish traps. And, you know, there was a contest of who had the coolest deal and, some of the stuff people come up with, man, I'm just like, my goodness gracious, but <laughs> you know, awesome. I don't know how they move it, but whatever, um, really unique stuff. So they're adding on to their, to the place of business Thorn brothers is. So, okay. um, ultimately it's been moved to the adrenaline sports center in Ramsey. I believe that's like Halloween weekend. Okay. Wow. It's coming up or maybe, yeah, yeah it's, it's like in that October 30th, okay. then there's the Blaine Hardwater show, um, or Hardwater Expo. Mm -hmm. Then you've got, uh, Sioux Falls, the, uh, that would be a good one too for you. Okay. Um, cause it's probably fairly close. The, uh, Ang uh ice Institute. Yep. Uh, the Dakota angler puts that guy on. Um, obviously KP Kevin Paul has got his deal up at Clear Lake Bait and Tackle. the Super Bowl of ice fishing shows, the St. Paul ice show is going to happen this year at the uh, St. Paul river center. We're okay. super jacked for that. Um, that's four days of just absolute pandemonium ice fishing. Go, 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 go people from all over. People fly in from everywhere okay. to attend that show. That's in um, December, right? Is that December? That is. Yes. So okay. if you guys are deer hunters in Iowa, it's a kind of always bummed me out because my family <laughs> always deer it's, it's opening shotgun season for you. Iowans. <laughs> but kind of it's always i'm looking at my phone going oh yeah nice one dad <laughs> perfect <laughs> but uh so there's that then we we turn and burn from that show typically got a couple of days of downtime unpack repack and then we're off to fargo um for the fargo ice show mm -hmm. um and then throughout all of that you know you've got a handful of the different shields locations we'll do an ice uh, an ice expo Okay. So yeah, we're, cool. we're kind of like Johnny cash this time of year. We're everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. So we'll, we'll definitely try to get out to a few shows this year uh, as much as we can. So I'm, I'm definitely excited for that. Yeah. And if you're bored and you find yourself in the city, stop by, we'll, I'll show you around clam outdoors and give you the super double top secret behind the scenes tour. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> what else you got kit? All right, so you get to do a lot of cool stuff with your job. Um, I know it's going to be hard to narrow it down to one thing, but what's your one favorite thing about your job? And um, after that, I wouldn't say what's the worst thing, but what's the most challenging thing about your job? Okay, you ready here? Hold on, i got to prepare for this one. 
I'll prepare with you. All right. The most. The. Man. I guess you can start with either one. Either one. Yeah. No. 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 So. So we already kind of went over. I get to do a lot of really cool and neat things. Mm-hmm. But. What I and and to to try and put a bow on all of those things, I would say it like this: I truly enjoy uh, interacting with our customers and our fan base. I truly enjoy talking with folks like yourselves, um, the Women Anglers of Minnesota group that I was speaking with over the weekend. Um, you know, working a show, dealing with customers. I mean, that is truly. Um, my favorite part of it is representing the brand in, in that face-to-face one-on-one, um, arena. I'm not afraid to talk to anybody. Mm. I don't know if you've figured that out yet, but I I mean, I, and, and, and I don't take myself so seriously that I can't, you know, make fun of myself or whatnot. I mean, I don't know if you saw at the state fair, I'm the guy that they, they'll come up to me. They'll say, Thane, we want to do something on TikTok and it's kind of crazy. I'm like, I'm in. (laughs) <laughs> what are we doing? So I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but I walked around the Minnesota state fair in one of our new ice suits, full on boots, mittens, and a hat. And I walked up to a place that was selling walleye fingers. And I, I wanted to know, I walked up with a, with an auger and a fishing rod and I wanted to catch walleyes. And wow. You guys, I, 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 I caught a corn dog out of the sewer grate with a fishing rod um, I was fishing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm okay. I'm down with the shenanigans. So, um, that's my favorite part of, of what I do. Um, the most challenging part of what I do and it's not, be, it's, it's because I can't help. I can't fix it. I'm a fixer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the most frustrating thing for me is what I'm dealing with probably right now. Um, and it's, we have customers that have put their faith in us and, and, you know, heck, we've got some that we, we had asked to hold off until this fall last spring. And now they're saying, Hey, I'm ready to, I'm ready to do this. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not expected to get that product until the end of December. So can you sit tight till then? And, and the disappointment that, that you hear from them and, and they're, you know, and, and it's not that they're angry all the time. It, it's just, I hate that we can't make them happy. I, I hate that we can't make the experience better for them. And even though it's completely 150% out of my control, out of our hands as a company, mm-hmm. um, we've done everything right, but yet it's still going to leave people in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Yeah. But And the hardest thing is knowing that we get to go do it again tomorrow. Yeah. You know, I think that's, you know, when you say it like that, that's the most, I think a lot of businesses have to deal with that. I mean, mm-hmm. entre- entrepreneurs, they have to deal with that, you, you know, and I think that's one of those things, especially with what we've gone through as as society as the last year, year and a half, yep. actually almost yep. two years now, you know, in a sense. So, um, no, I can, I, I can definitely relate to that. I think a lot of people can relate to that, that, that mm-hmm. it is frustrating and it's just, like you just said, though, it's out of your hands, so you can only do what yeah. you can do. Yep, and you just you can't take it home, you know, because you at the end of the day, it does no good. Nope, I hear you on that, man. That's cool. Hey, good answer. I love that. That was awesome. Uh, it's it's the truth, man. I guess that's yeah. the other thing about me. I mean, I um I say what I think, I say what I feel. Does it get me in trouble sometimes? Yep. 
join a club. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, I, 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 I really try not to wear a mask. I'm who I am. Yeah. 24 seven. You can ask my wife, you can ask my kids. I'm the goofy dad that loves to talk fishing with anybody and everybody. There you go. Well, can't wait, man. Uh, we'll get up there. We'll, I'm going to, we'll definitely get a chance to get a, uh, to meet you. Thing. I'll definitely Heck let yeah. you know when we get up there to Minnesota. So um, other than that, Kit, you got anything else, guy? Uh, yeah. So if our audience wants to reach out to you for whatever reason, how, how can they do that thing? So you can, you can hit clam customer service, pretty straightforward, which is customer service at clamcorp.com. Um, if you want to hit me direct, um, you can hit me up at T Jensen. So that's T J E N S E N at clamcorp.com. And, uh, yeah, I'll do my best to answer any and all questions. That's so cool, man. And you know what? Thank you so much Dane, for just, uh, spending the time to talk with us, have a beer with us. Um, yeah. super excited that, you know, ice season's coming up and then just to hear the new products you guys got coming. And then I can't wait to go see you guys at your guys' shows. I, I, I can't wait to go see what you guys have in store for, for the upcoming ice season. I'm excited. I'm, you know what, for a, for a while there, I was like, man, I, I'm so okay with open water season, whatever. I'm so cool. But I'm not going to lie. I think after talking to you a little bit, I, I got the itch. I think, yeah, I think yeah. it's time to go cut some holes. eh? Yeah. Yeah. It's I, gonna... I, it's going to build the hype up. Yes. The hype is starting to build. You, you, yeah, it's starting. I, I still need to spend some time in the boat yet. I'm, I'm, See? I'm, I'm sorry. I like, said, but that's what I can do. You know, I, I can still do it as soon as we have ice, it, you know, honestly, October is kind of the last, I mean, and worse it's building. Yeah. The phone calls are building. The emails are building. Um, people are, we're getting there. And this year more than ever, because people know that it's going to run out fast. Yeah. That's, I, you know what, that's one thing. Uh, I talked to some other people in the industry. You're right. I I've, I've heard like, if you want to get something, if you're going to buy something, if you see it, you better get it because like, you're just saying stuff is going to be out and it's going to be out quick and supply is going to be short. It's not going to come as fast as it would normally, you know, previous mm-hmm. years. So mm-hmm. get out there, support local stores, support your stores, get out there and get your ice gear before it's too late. And that's exactly what I've been hearing. So that's, that's very true on that. So, um, but like you said, I think talking to you today, I got my itch. The itch is gone. It, it, it's going kit. I'm not going to lie. My, the itch, yeah. the ice. You're saying I gave you some type of a disease and now oh, you got shit. <laughs> oh boy. People, if you guys listen up to this point, I, I it, it, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> but no it, it i definitely got the ice itch out i'm excited um i can't wait like i said i can't wait to get up there for the shows and everything i can't wait uh to get a chance to meet you in person and everything so this is awesome thank you so much for just like i said spending your time with us representing clam telling us everything and you know what i'm excited for ice season so thank you so much Dane. i appreciate it man thank yeah. you guys i appreciate you having me and like i said anytime this was fun and uh Cheers. Got to have a nice, got to have a nice beer. There cheers, you go, gentlemen. Bro. Cheers, cheers, right, cheers. cheers.